All right, kids, time for another episode. This is the show before the show. And uh, so I got to get Spreaker started, and then we're going to take off. So here we go. original red pill show welcome to a brand new episode la 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 okay here we go here we go excuse me i think oh come on I just rebooted this fucking computer too. Sorry. Macintoshes are so great. Yeah. Hmm. And thank you. The purpose of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be distracted by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Enjoy them as much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday, I thought we could mark this November the 5th a day that is sadly no longer remembered by taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. We think, just let me I think. even now, orders are being shouted into telephones and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's Chancellor Sutton. Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't there? You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You told me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have senses and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and submitting your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Look, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side. Do you want to know what 
it is. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Move south. Find Navia. The Crixus and the other Gauls chase lost hope. Spartacus! The decision's been made. We must stand as one. Or fall. Divided. A lesson hard learned. Shackle will be struck from every slave upon our path. We will see our numbers grow. And when they have become legion, we will face Glaber and the hordes of Rome again. And the gods shall weep for their suffering. Beep, beep.
All right, kids, had to step away from the microphone for a minute. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill to Show, comrades. Today is, and I got to get a tasty cake here. Hang on. Ugh. They don't even have these in Illinois or Florida for that matter. I didn't see them. But they definitely got them in Colorado for my horses. Tasty cake chocolate. Oh, my God. It's like chocolate pudding. Mmm. Oh, okay. Um, mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just got, eat, got done eating dinner, so... Mm. Sorry for being rude, but they're sitting right there on the counter and I can't help myself. So anyway, welcome to another episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is March 8th, 2000, Wednesday, hump day, hump day, that'd be nice, hump day, 2023. This show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use your, your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcast in any way, shape, or form. Without written consent, you can just fucking ask. Sorry. Finally. The show is opinionated. The host especially. Here's what I found. Me. I didn't ask you to find anything. Stupid bitch. Sorry. Joking, joking. I unplugged all my Alexas. They spy on you, allegedly. Uh, so all that shit is disconnected. Like I said, I am slowly getting out of the matrix. Let's see. This is live. Let's see what happens. I unplugged all my Alexas. They spy on you. See? Allegedly. We're going to get caught in a mirror world, though, if I keep doing that. The endless loop. Okay. Sounds bueno to me. This show is opinionated. The host, especially callers, guests, people we interview, and people that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice. We strongly encourage you to high, high, uh, take two. Too many drugs. Uh, back in the 80s. Take two. What I say? This show is opinionated. I'll just start from there. The host, especially callers, people that are naughty in the chat room. Guess people we interview, whatever, are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken advice? If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his or her field, old Tommy, as I get my tasty cake. Hey, ma'am. No, it's name. Broadcasting live from the colder than shit 
state of Colorado. But not for long. All right. So it's been a couple days. I got through the weekend, through my birthday, promotion at work. Finally, after pretty much five years, depending on where you want to start. But I'll say five, a little over five years. Since I've been an employee again. Finally. It's not really exactly true. I was promoted in Florida to a service manager, and I have the card, but it was just trying to herd cats, man. It was just, it was an impossible job. I don't even really. So, by the grace of God, and my former employer, not understanding inflation, I went to my current employer, and uh, they seeked me out. And it's been four or five months, and I've been promoted to service manager. So, I mean, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying things are finally, finally Man, this fucking thing is good. I'm almost done. Finally looking up and positive, positive things are going on in my life for once. And... I will share that I have friends and another friend specifically that some great things are happening for them too. Finally. The irony or coincidence of that is we both got rid of our families out of our life. And uh, I don't recommend that or suggest that, but... um, yeah, ever since that bond's been broken. Well, actually, they broke it, but finally, I just decided, okay, why be subjected to that type of treatment and uh, be the scapegoat and the blame of everybody's fucking problems and being treated like an outcast when you didn't do a fucking thing and you're trying to tell people that? And I was told that, but anyway... Enough is enough, and patience was a virtue, but people have just decided that they are going to stay the course that they picked, and I don't want to go on that ride. It's been a crazy ride for since 2008, actually. So I think 15 years of bullshit and dysfunctionality is enough for anybody. 
but definitely the past seven years have been a motherfucker and I've slowly been pushed out of my circle of friends I grew up with since I was a kid, reconnected with them, family. Um, and it's just time, it's just time for, to let go and start a new life, which people have been telling me, I'll just get over it. And, you know, yeah, fuck, fuck you, man. It's easier said than done. You're talking about your family, but I have, um, moved on without my family. I'm going to let them live with their decisions, uh, because I will not be associated with who they're associated with in any way, shape or form. And, uh, a friend kind of pretty much told me the same thing in his decision and his life has been going straight up coincidence. I think not whatever, but, uh, it is what it is. I finally feel like I'm at quote unquote home. I'm giving, getting more friends. There's Alicia too late now. Fucking, uh, uh, um, um, I, uh, let's see here. She's going to help me get into stream your, how you can join me. I uh, can join me, me or, We can do that in an hour. Um, on Podbean. I oops, Podbean. I sent you. <clears throat> sent you. I wish he would come on. I sent you a invite. An invite. Invite. So I titled this episode, and I don't like doing that, but it asks for one because I don't like having a subject uh, for doing the show. And then when I do do that, sometimes I just don't even do the subject. I just talk about what comes on. All right, so I got to finish what I was saying. I finally feel like I'm at home. I'm finally getting some wonderful friends that are true friends. And uh, <clears throat> I finally feel confident where I can get a freaking dog and I don't have to worry about uh, moving again, which is related to what I'm going to talk about. And God forbid, find a girlfriend. Whoa. I told that to a friend and they're like, I can't believe you're saying that. I'm like, I know. I went from hating women uh, to like... Yeah, sure. Why not? I can't blame the entire gender human race for one fucking crazy bitch. So that's not fair. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, but it took time. I just don't want to uh, jump into something like I did when I first got divorced. And then I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. But now I, I kind of think that those days are, uh, they're not over and forgotten, but they're in the past. And I could definitely see me, um, 
starting to date or see somebody for sure. And it's taken a very long time to get to that. Um, and that's cool. I think that's cool because we're not meant to be alone. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So I have to first say this. So I was going to share more than I should. And I think out of respect that I'm going to omit some things because really what's the point? And it's not fair to the person that's not here anymore because they can't defend themselves. So I've changed my mind on how I'm going to phrase this. So I lost a um, friend that I've known since I was 15 years old. Uh, I haven't talked to this friend and this is where the omittance is coming in at whatever. But I haven't spoke to this friend in, well, since 1986. So what is that? 86, 96, 2006, 2016, and eight, 38 years. Which is just insane. To which email? Um... Station manager, I think. Hell, I don't know. Um, station manager, I think. I think. Hell, I don't know. Why? You... I gotta look. Let me open up Pod Bean because I got it minimized. That Alicia might come on. Uh, Rocky Raccoon. What's up? That, 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 um, I know there's a place to send invite on this. Where the hell is it? Bum, 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 bum. Co-hosts. Call in. How do you do that? Co-host speakers. Me. I can add somebody. There you are. I sent it to. Oh, okay. Here. We can do that one. I sent it, and she's just going to pop in here. I'm sure sent it to a minute. And Ananyamus. Okay. So. What the hell was I saying? So I haven't talked to this person in 37 years, and they, uh, through the grapevine, I heard that he passed away. He was three years younger than me, I think, two, maybe one. Hell, I don't know. I don't know what he passed away from. Um, I didn't inquire about it since we have uh, 
not spoken for that long. Uh, but I'm not going to use his full name, but his name is Randy. So people that have the inside baseball will know who I'm talking about. And uh, I'm just going to say this. So when him and I first met, <laughs> uh, met through a mutual friend, and we didn't like each other at all, at all. He was an asshole. I'm sure I was an asshole to him. He just didn't click. Um, but that was him. He He did that with everybody and anybody. And actually... Uh, the way that I have heard it, his, um, new best friend, cause he was my best friend at one time, his new best friend, uh, they met through me and they hated each other and they turned out to be 30, 35 year plus really good friends, which is awesome. You know, that's what it's about. Uh, and uh, yeah, we 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 haven't spoken in thirty eight years, and uh, I was going to elaborate on why, um, but I don't think that's really important. Uh, but I can say this: it thirty eight years or a life sentence did did not justify the crime or action. It wasn't a crime, but. The punishment should fit the crime. It was just uh, a big F you, but I didn't expect it to be forever. Uh, but apparently he did. So, I mean, that's fine. Uh, and he moved on and I moved on. And he always was really good friends with my girlfriend's high school sweetheart. And then my girlfriend that ended up being my wife. And, uh, I mean, there's memories that I'll never forget really, really good times. And, uh, he's the first person that introduced me to alcohol, <laughs> Jack Daniels in his basement, um, Streamwood roller rink cruising around, um, God, I mean, just, he had a Chevy Nova, that uh, the ass on was fucked up, the leaf springs, the axle was twisted, uh, but it was a cool car. I think he had a Chevelle at one time, too. I, don't, I can't remember. You're, you're talking way back. Um, nights in my Maverick, my Ford Maverick, um, partying, drinking. I mean, there's so many stories that I just can't share all of them. Uh, but I, I'm not going to sit here and diss him. Um, because he had a really good heart and, um, I am saddened that we never, um, forgave each other and made amends and, uh, as I'm getting older and people are passing and it's going to happen more and more. There's some people I just want to never see in my life and they know who they are, you know, and unless they approach me and ask for forgiveness in a, a legitimate apology, then of course, of course, but it's been, <laughs> it's been 35 years going on 40 and it ain't going to happen. If it does great, I'll be open to it. Um, 
But I wish that one of those people was Randy. Because he was an asshole. But if you got on his good side, he'd do anything for you. And uh, I'm going to miss him. I mean, he shouldn't have went already. I don't know what he died of. Uh, I don't want to know. But I just hope it wasn't uh, cancer or something. I just saw my dad go through that shit. And a very close friend of mine, Stacy. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to say I have any regrets um, because he did something to me and I did something to him and it was really stupid. It wasn't anything illegal or physical or violent. It was just, he did something to me and then I retaliated, which I shouldn't have done, but I was 20, what? Three, two, 22. So stupid drunk most of the time like him and other problems. And it's like, it just wasn't a good time. Uh, but, but I don't think that should have separated uh, us for life. Um, but it did. And uh, here I said, 38 years later and he's gone and it's, it's sad and it, it's going to happen with more people. And like I said, there's really, if I come on here again and pay homage to people that I've known most of my life, um, there's not going to be too many One, ones that I don't speak to anymore for whatever reasons that may be. Uh, I'm I just like, you know what? Case or It's, you know, that's life. Um, but Randy, you know, it'll be a real short list. That I um I kind of wish I could have at least said goodbye. Um, and we would have been on speaking terms. So I don't really know how many people can relate to this. I'm sure some can. Uh, but if somehow, some way you can just at least be friends or speaking terms. I'd really highly recommend it because I could write a book just on the things that happened with Randy and I, you know, on the cast of characters and group of, but you know, he went his way. I went my way. He got his new friends and his new group of friends and which used to be my group of friends, but whatever, uh, those people, I just don't really care to see. Honestly, uh, but I wish I would have saw him again. Um, and that's really all I can say. Uh, he was um, very tough skinned, but once you got past that armor, you saw his heart and he had a great heart and a heart of gold and he would do anything for you. Um, but if you crossed him, uh, then you're fucked. And I found that out, but I didn't cross. So like I said, I didn't cross him. He did something and then I retaliated and I, sh I shouldn't have done that. Uh, and, but fuck, I was 20, 22 years old. And I was a mess. And so was he, 
so, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I should say I forgive him. I for, I forgave him a long time ago, but I just didn't reach out to him because I know, I know him. And he would have told me to fuck off. So I was kind of hoping, I was kind of hoping, you know, one day I would hear from, from him and maturity and age. And it's like, ah, you know what? It was a long time ago. Well, fuck it. We were kids. It was stupid because we were, we were best friends at one time and had a lot of fun. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. Godspeed to Randy. Prayers for his family. And um, yeah, he was a, he was a good, he was a good guy. He was really good. He was a good human. And uh, the world's going to be a lesser place without him. So, so that is that I've waited for some time. I think I heard it about two weeks ago. And uh, that's another person that I love dearly and uh, was part of my life. And uh, that's three now. And there's going to be more coming, unfortunately. Um, nobody gets out of life. So anyway, I entitled this episode, Who's Responsible? And I wish Scarlett would have came on. Maybe she didn't. I missed it. Um because I want her to be into, involved into this. Because um, I have some things to say. And she needs to hear them. Or be involved with them. It's not directed at her. I don't, it's probably coming across the wrong way. But I would like her. Because I'm not going to do much more of a show. It's already been a half an hour. Which is crazy. Um, but I entitled it who's responsible and what it's going to be about is it's going to be about the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, COVID-19, fucking whatever. It's starting to come out that it may, depending on who you listen to and what you think or whatever, that it may have come from a lab in China, Wuhan. from mainstream media. Now, when all that horseshit started and they said it was at the, the wet market with a bat and all this other crap. And at the time I was doing my show very regularly on freedom revolution network. That's when I want Scarlett to come in here. And she was saying, and all the hosts were saying, something doesn't sound right. My co-host Mel at the time is a liberal Democrat, and she even said, this doesn't sound right. And if you would have said, back then, this doesn't sound right. Something screwy going on here. Uh... That's exactly what was going on. And now it's on mainstream news that people are looking into it or agencies or whatever and saying that this may have came from a lab in Wuhan, China. Whoa. And I don't, I don't even want to get into the vaccinations and stuff because that's your business. 
Uh, I'm not vaccinated. I never will be because it's not a vaccination. It's a gene therapy shot. It's uh, basically a GMO shot that fucks with your DNA and genetics. Uh, but whatever. I've had COVID. I fought it naturally. Damn near killed me. Um, but I'd rather have that than the mRNA technology in my body, which I heard a very interesting interview two days ago that Australian chick from Australia that fills in for Alex Jones was interviewing a guy. And I always suspected that 5G is correlated with this um, mRNA vaccination because of the graphite oxide in it and other things. And um, this guy connected all those dots. And I'm not here to talk about that right now. But I was like, wow, that makes perfect sense. Um, I'll talk about it some other time, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Because it's way, 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 way like it's way out there, but it makes perfect sense when you connect all the dots. Uh, and that is the connections that I was looking for or not looking for, but when I heard it, it would be like, ding, ding, ding. And when I heard this guy talking, I go, that's it. That's it. Uh, I did. I'm just trying to let my phone charge. Oh, okay. So she's going to come on here. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. So she'll come on. I just got to keep my eyes peeled for, for her coming on. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about you. I'm talking about how we all were right about COVID was from a lab. That's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? What do you want? How you doing? And I don't, that's not what the show is going to be about. So just, it. I entitled it again, titled it, who's responsible. That That's what this is going to be about. But I just can't dive right into it. Okay, I got it. There's a little foreplay here. Okay, I just can't get you in bed and stick it in and, you know, oh, you're done already. It was quick. I'm not going to do that. Got to be a buildup here and a climax for everybody. It's just not good sex if it's not right. What's up? What's up? Short pants, Robert. Boy, you got a lot of hearts in there. Thank you. So, like I said, I just the, it's easy to say now, I guess, that COVID may have came from a lab, and it's even deeper than that. But I ain't gonna get into it. Uh, it it's it allegedly was transferred from this country to uh, there. <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say. And that's not me. That was off of Infowars. But again, that's not what this is about. This is what it's about. So if 
let's just go with what they're saying. Okay. So it was created. This isn't, this isn't what happened though. I'm sure, but this is not what we're being told. First, it was at the wet market and the bats and all that fucking shit in the cave and whatever. And I was like, Oh, it could have been from a lab in Wuhan. Oh, well, if you said something like that, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist nut job. Um, and now three years later, it's like, they're saying that. So, so let's just say that, okay, that's what it is. Cause that's what they're saying. Possibly like, Oh, okay. So let's say it was released accidentally or on purpose. That's a whole different show, uh, by the Chinese from the one lab. Okay. And then we all know what happened after that. Okay. So here, here's my point. Forget about how Trump handled it, didn't handle it, this, that, everything else. Forget about all that. I'm going to focus on the monetary part of this. Okay. So if China, and, and it's very interesting to me that since now we're on the precipice of World War III, pissing off Putin, and now China with those balloons they allegedly sent over, and that pissed them off, pissed off China. So it's like we're trying to make China the scapegoat for the coronavirus, okay? Which is really pissing them off. This is the first time our country or elected servants have said that, or agencies have said that, it may have came from a lab in China. Well, that really definitely points the finger <laughs> at the Chinese and they don't like that just like anybody else wouldn't because now, now you can say, well, if it's your fault and you let it out either intentionally or unintentionally, whole different show, then you should be liable for all the economic destruction that that caused. Correct. And that that's going to be the next shoe to drop. And if we're going to go with the narrative that that's what they're saying, then that is very plausible, which is going to piss off the Chinese even more. And Lord knows what they're going to respond with either verbally or threatening wise. <sighs> And again, that's not what this is about. It's about who's accountable because that affected the entire planet economically. And we still haven't recovered from it, but that's important, but it's just as important for me personally, because when COVID hit here in Colorado, my hours were cut in half. Everybody was locked down, blah, 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 blah. Just the monetary part of it for me and everybody else, I had to move from Colorado to Florida to work because DeSantis shut down temporarily governor DeSantis with respect and it was wide open. So I moved there. Okay. That costs me money. Now, do I have all the bills and receipts? I don't know. I could pull up my credit card statements and tell you, but I'm going to tell you, I'll just use, use conservative numbers. But by the time I packed it up, loss of income, getting out of here, getting there, burning the fuel, deposit, 
first month's rent, fucking whatever, renting a U-Haul truck. I say conservatively, it would probably cost me five grand. So then I spend approximately a year and a half in Florida. It's a little too crazy for me. So yeah, I could have stayed there, but I went there in the first place because of COVID running me out of here because I was perfectly fine here, but I had to go there. So then I went there and after about 18 months, I'm like, eh, you know, Florida's okay, but I want to go back to Colorado. So I came back to Colorado and I'm going to say conservatively saying again, five, another five grand conservatively to come back. So that's 10 grand. So where do I send the bill to? If China is responsible for this whole thing, then they owe me at least 10,000 bucks. And that's how I look at it. Because if I did something to somebody that cost them money and they could prove it, you can bet your ass they're going to come after me for it. Whatever reasons it may be, negligence, this, that, whatever, because my actions caused them a monetary loss. So is that ridiculous? I don't think so because I would expect to get a civil suit or taken a court and a judgment or whatever, because it could be proven that if I released a virus and it caused people to lose money in businesses, you can bet your fucking ass. I, they would come after me, but for some reason, um, that's not happening yet. And I find it very suspicious. There she is. No, that's crash. Sorry. Hang on a second. So I suspect for some reason we're turning on China. I, I don't know why. I mean, who knows? Uh, but that's been escalating for the past few years. And uh, I just think now they're throwing them under the bus because it might come out that, well, I'm not going to say that, but what we're being told and what happened are two different things. They always are. And I think it's wag the dog and uh, blame it on China. So, like I said, if, if that is what they're going to do, then, okay, then China needs to get my $10,000 bill. So, so who's responsible for that? Is it, are they responsible? Is that like a legitimate fair thing to say? Because I didn't call, I didn't cause it. I had to adapt. I never took a check or received a check from the government with, um, what they, what did they call them? Stimulus checks or some shit. I can't remember, but I never got one. And then when I got on the irs.gov webpage or like, oh, it's in the mail. And I'm like, well, okay. I put a forwarding address from Colorado to Florida and I never got one. And then I kept following up with it and they're like, oh no, it's too late. The time passed. You can't get one. And I think there was two or three or four or whatever. I never got one. And if I did, I don't know if I would have cashed it, but I don't know. It would have, would have depend on the situation, but it wasn't going to be 10 grand. I think from what I heard, people got a couple grand to maybe four grand 
I don't know. But uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't get a dime for that. So I'm all about accountability, and if you make poor decisions, you know, which I have, then you should be held accountable for them, no matter what happens to you. I get that. But when, when the Chinese release a virus intentionally or unintentionally, and that cost me 10 grand, I don't think it's really unreasonable to say, hey, give me my 10 grand back. And that's conservative. And if I want to put, you know, that's compensatory damage. You know, if I put punitive and, oh, well, you know, I suffered anxiety and, you know, all this other crap. You know, I could make it a hundred thousand dollars, which I wouldn't do, but but I could. Anybody could. Look look at the mental anguish you put me through. I mean, if you want to get in divorce terms, extreme mental anguish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, very plausible. But I don't I don't want to do that. I just want I, I want my losses of income and costs for adapting because. As we're being told, the Chinese let this thing out um, intentionally or unintentionally. So is that is that like too much? Is that crazy? I mean, what do y'all think? Because I just think that's fair and reasonable. I didn't do anything. But I'm bringing this up because it's you have you have to do your own think critical thinking here, okay? I think, without getting into detail, that our elected servants are trying to piss off China. Because I think some people, believe it or not, really want World War III. And I think they're going to keep pushing China until, just like Russia, is going to push them to that precipice. Uh, and um, if you remember correctly, China could never do any wrong. You know, they're our allies and they're our friends and this and that and everything else uh, until they're not. So why aren't they? You you have to. I'm being very superficial here using the who's to blame. But it's deeper than that. It's like, why are they throwing China under the bus now? Because that's not good. You don't you don't want China and Russia pissed off against us. Uh, let's see. Hey, I think you're right. There's a book called the art of war written by this Chinese general a couple thousands a year ago. And basically chain has been at war with the United States for a long China has been, you know, as it has been at war with the United States for quite a long time. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh sin Chu or sin. I forget. I, I've read the book. It's pretty much, um, what the hell did he say? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, something like that. Uh, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend, just shit like that. It's a whole art of war, uh, but it's on the psychological level. It's not on the physical battlefield part with war strategy. It's more of mental fuckery. And, uh, yeah, I've read the book, and it's like, wow. People, people that are... Um, get close to you and then your friend, but what they really want to do is destroy you. Uh, um, not exactly what sociopaths do. Sociopaths do that to you through your close friends, but they 
they make it known they don't like you, but they're too much of cowards to even approach you. If they want to destroy you, they do that through your first, second, third, fourth degree loved ones around you. Um, and that's kind of like they play art of war with you. But sociopaths are not your friend. This art of war, mental warfare, is you treat your enemy as a friend, but you really hate their guts and you want to see them annihilated. So it's dysfunctionality it is at its finest. And I it that may be that's that's a good point. I really didn't think of that um firsthand. But yeah, I mean, China could do no wrong. And oh yeah, take our jobs and this and that and everything else. Just build cheap shit so we can buy it. And uh, this is just wonderful. And um, but really, we probably hated their guts. And in the end, I mean, if they're communists and we're a republic or democracy, why would we be friends with communists? I mean, I've said it before. If we went back in a time machine, would we be friends with Hitler? I don't think so. And if we were friends with Hitler, it would be in the guise of art of war to destroy him. So why, why are we friends with China? It's interesting. You tell me. No, he said to him, study your enemy. Don't tell him you're studying them. Find out what their economic weaknesses are and infiltrate and take over things in your country that could be used against me, the time war. And that's with China has done. You type about as good as I do. I've got all our manufacturing and that's a long term. They've got all our manufacturing. That's a long-term project. Yep. I know. Well, may, maybe, maybe the elites, that's their, that was their long-term plan. You know, just transfer the economic power and jobs and money to China and it would destroy us because that that's what it's done. It hasn't. The only good thing it's done for us Americans is to buy cheap shit that breaks in a week. And we lost our jobs. The, the only positive thing is we can buy shit, you know, uh, cheap because of the, the way they treat people over there and the cheap labor. But it's no doubt transferred power and wealth to China. There's no arguing that. And again, I would say, why would you do that? Why would you make a deal with Hitler and make him a stronger economic power? Because if you did that back in the forties, he would have taken over the world. You, you would have not stopped him. There's just no way in hell. And that's my concern. Maybe, maybe that's the plan. They just reverse engineered it and go, okay, well this time we're going to do it this way. And uh, if we want this country destroyed from within um, and with help from China, then we can blame China for it when people on the inside were pulling the strings the whole time. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. But, I mean, it makes sense to me. Why? Again, why would you support Hitler, who you know is a communist and a killer and wants to take over the planet, does they have any respect for life, obviously, and we're supporting those type of people. It can't end well. It just can't. 
So I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Now you got me thinking. But if you think we're going to send China a bill and they're going to pay for anything, you're sadly mistaken. They're going to tell us to shove it in our ass. They're not doing it. So I think you're correct with the Russians and the Chinese. I believe we're going to destroy America by bankrupting us. Yeah, we're already bankrupt. But yeah, you're right. We can't even say one thing to help the Ukrainians because our tanks don't work. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not really. I didn't even really. So sending a hundred and bazillion gajillion dollars didn't help them. And we send tanks that don't work. Hmm. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know. I know. I know all that money could have helped a lot of homeless people <laughs> or lost their jobs for whatever reasons, but whatever. Lost their homes, homeless, starving to death. And you send it all over to Ukraine and. Tanks that don't work? Oh, wow. I don't even know. I'm going to have to look into that one. Yeah, it's a fucked up upside down world. So, But there's always reasons for what people are doing. But um, our tanks will take a year to prepare for combat Ukraine. However, we talk. However, we talked to Germans in the Europeans in descending a thousand German leopard tanks. The Russians got 2,000 tanks. It's going to be a hell of a show. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, I got to play a song real quick here because I got to pee. And I'll be right back. Where's some song? Show music. Let me see what I can play here real quick. Sorry. I drank way too much iced tea. And I have to go. <laughs> I can't. Uh... There's no way out of it unless I end the show. And I really don't want to do it just yet. Come on. Hurry up show music what is up with this fucking computer all right i'm gonna play this john butcher song i'll be right back if it plays come on i'm literally gonna thank you So I had to get away. I was angry at myself, put my own life on the shelf, making pennies every day. Yeah, but I'm through doing time, pushing rocks off through a mine. And if the bad times ain't over for me, I might as well be.
for the streets. I'm not wandering anymore. I got leather on my heels. I got rubber on my wheels. I got a Magnum 44. Yeah! But I'm through doing time with my ass out on the line. And if the bad times ain't over for me, I might as well be. Welcome back to the original Red Pill Show. That's John Butcher, John Butcher Axis Band. Might as well be free. Do you know that guy? None of you are going to know this because you're not probably old enough. But back in the MTV days, there wasn't a lot of black artists on MTV. Except for Michael Jackson, Prince, and believe it or not, John Butcher. And uh, that guy was on just as much as those guys, or even more. And all of a sudden, poof, he just disappeared. Why, I don't know. I'd love to interview him. But look him up. He's one hell of a guitar player and a great singer and an extremely talented. And I thought for sure he was going to be, I'm too young for this, but like a Jimi Hendrix or just an outstanding African-American black musician that just never, um, she just never got the recognition that, that he should have. And, uh, when I first heard that song and don't say good night, I was like, wow, this guy is extremely talented. But, uh, so anyway, that's who that is. And I like showing or exposing, should I say exposing? It's not really right. just promoting is probably a better word, regardless of how many decades have gone by or days that go by. If there's an artist that gets my attention, you can bet your ass I'm going to bring them up. So, all right. So Scarlett's going to join us here in a little bit. Uh, so crash is asking me in the chat room. Do you think God is in control of the situation between Ukraine, Russia, China, North Korea? In the U.S. and the U.S. the U.S. survey U.S. of uh, I am afraid God has washed his hands of this whole mess. Um, hello, Rose. No, what's no, Mister and Missus Shanga? 
entered the studio. What's no, Rose? I don't know. Are you answering him? Uh, do I think God is in control of the situation? No. No. Uh, I think, like God has always said, we have free will. Uh, but I do think there will be a point. It's funny you say this because there's a woman named Julie Green Ministries. Her name's Julie Green. I really highly recommend y'all listen to her because she's had has these prophetic words that she said God is speaking to her. So she's like a prophet and she shares these things. And a friend turned me on to her and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'll listen to it. So I finally did. And then I watched one episode and I'm like, wow, she's on every day. I think except Sunday. And then I watched another episode and just like Seinfeld or Beavis and Butthead, you like, you watch one too many episodes and you're hooked. So I'm hooked, but she has made predictions in detail. The one that she just did, I actually watched her before I came on here. And she is predicting a massive earthquake in this country. Now, that's all she said. But if you look at what's going on in California and forever and ever and ever, they say the big quake is coming. And California just got a bunch of rain and snow. And I'm not a geologist or a meteorologist, but I'm not stupid. With all that water... And all that runoff going into the San Andreas Fault, it could put enough pressure to make that fucker crack and separate. But she said it's going to be shaking and then boom, a real big earthquake. So let's let's just see what happens. The last time she predicted this, she said there's going to be a massive earthquake with a lot of deaths. And within a week, the earthquake in Turkey happened. And she's making all kinds of predictions how people are going to go down. Biden's going to go down. Um, and I'm saying this to correlate your comment or question here, Crash. God will let things go until, until he won't. Just like, and Julie brings us up, she compares the story of Moses and Pharaoh and Pharaoh has his God or he thinks he's a God and his God is stronger than Moses God. And we know the whole 10 commandments story when God finally intervened and took down Pharaoh in Egypt for that matter. And Julie keeps using that comparison to nowadays because these people don't think anything can happen to them. Just like Pharaoh, I'm going to say this, God will not intervene until he has to, but if if a country or you have fallen from God, he will turn his back on you. And this country has not 100% turned his back on God. God realizes that people of power are trying to get God out of our schools and, and everything else. And um, he knows that that's not, us and I hope people that are listening to this around the world, including ones that right now are pretty pissed at us, it's not us. I mean, some some people can't think past their nose, 
and they turn on the television and they listen to the talking heads to tell them what's going on. And um, don't don't believe our actions from our government that that's what we the people want. I'm not saying everybody doesn't want it because some people, I just had this discussion with somebody when I was at the gym and uh, it's not that people are stupid that they're, they're trusting. And for some reason they think our government along with any government in the history of the world, I think Kurt Russell said something like this to support the second amendment. Um, Every single government is in the history has turned on its people. And that's very interesting. But I don't want the entire world thinking that everybody's just peachy keen with what's going on right now. I don't want to be at war with anybody. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't want that either. But for some reason... There might be some people that do, but if you listen to the narrative and Putin's an asshole when he's got, I don't really want to get into this, but he's got the, um, not the United Nations, but the other NATO, he's got NATO creeping in for the past 30 years closer to Russia and Putin said, knock it off and finally get into Ukraine and that's when he said, I had enough. I warned you guys that, you know, that's like somebody creeping towards us and getting into Mexico or getting into Canada. And if you think that our government isn't going to do anything about that, you're fucking nuts. Well, hello, Sam. Uh oh, are you in there? Hello. Hi. How did you sneak in here? Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. All right. I can barely, can you turn up your phone or something though? Cause I can barely hear you. I got you. Maybe you get your face and your phone closer. It's weird. I got you all the way up as high as I can have you. Well, you sound better. Does she sound all right, guys? I don't know. I can't talk. I mean, because you're breaking up too. I don't know. I don't have signal is like concerned even when I'm on my Wi-Fi, so I don't know what's going on with that You sound good there. Okay. I mean better. But yeah, this this discussion has gone into this realm here because Crash started this shit with uh do you think God is in control of the situation? Can you can you see the board? I can you see the yeah. Do you think God is in control of the situation between Ukraine, Russia, China, North Korea, in the U.S. and the U.S.? And I just love it. But they're pretty much asking asking me if I think God's in control of this. And I was just saying I don't think he is. So. No, because then you go into who does God pick to favor and all of that. And then you could have multiple opinions about that. I right. tend to think that it's our interactions that cause these things. Right. Every, everybody has beliefs, so then you'd have to believe that everybody else's God is battling against their God, so on, so forth. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that gets into some sketchy territory. Right. Well, I, I was just saying that 
you know, any, any nation or people that fallen from God, he's not going to get involved no matter what he's going to probably let you just, you know, go off into history and be totally annihilated by whatever the situation is happening. But I was saying, I was saying this, I don't, I don't think God has turned his back on us because not everybody in this country has turned their back on God, but the government sure is hell trying to do it. And I was trying to make a point to people that have listened are listening around the world. Don't make the assumption or correlation that we, the people want or agree with what our government's doing because nobody wants any war. And then I just use the analogy, you know, cause Putin, Putin was warning NATO for 30 years, quit coming closer and closer to me. And then when they got into Ukraine, he said, that's it. And he's like, fuck all of you. And if you come into Ukraine, I'm going to attack you. And I use the analogy. If that was the United States and NATO crack, crank, you know, snuck into Mexico or Canada, we wouldn't stand for it. We'd be pissed. Yeah, but I, I internal turmoil is the easiest time to come try to take over somewhere. Well, not to mention all the corruption that that's going on in Ukraine, and I. I Whoa, what was that? Holy shit. With all the corrupt alleged corruption that's going on in Ukraine, I think a lot of people are trying to save face and keep it, you know. Can you hear me a little bit better now? Way better. Now you're blowing okay. my door. I found some I found some headphones that have a mic on it. There, much better. Yeah, yeah. So that I was like, let me try that because it might and then I have this fun adapter thing for USB C. So yeah, that's what we're using right now. Much better. Yeah, because people perfect. Are Oh, Jesus. Now you're blowing my doors off. Oh, well, I'm well, no, no, no. It's okay. Cause I had you all the way up and all of a sudden, bam, you're like blowing my ears out. Oh, okay. And people in the chat room saying they could barely hear you. Now okay. you know you. Now you're loud Perfect. and clear. Hello, everybody. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm just not used to using this platform as often. So I don't know what I need to sound good. Well, you need to do more about that or let me get back into Freedom Revolution Network. I have. Okay, so we figured out the password and all that. So it's okay, good. good when we try to, after this, we will work on that. Well, I, I wanted you in here because I wanted to, and it's not about us being right. No. Okay. I hate uh, being right. And Actually. Rose wants to, Rose, I'll let you in here after I set this up. So Scarlett's the owner of Freedom Revolution Network, which I've been on with her for what? Three, four, five years? Fuck, I don't know. What is it? Yeah. I mean, Some, we, were on the, we were on Freedomizer together even before that. So yeah, yeah about five right. years now in total. We've been exactly. on with each other. So yeah. Yeah. So when all this COVID crap started, we we all at the network were like, wait a minute. Don't, something don't sound right here. Mm -hmm. and, and we were saying, you know, besides the vaccinations or mRNA, gene therapy shots well we knew we, those were coming right away too like that, that right. was the first thing i realized like oh here we go that's going to be their their way of making something fast tracked and, and bringing something to the table right but when it first came out it's like oh it came from the wet market from bats it's like we didn't believe oh, that. what 
Yeah. Because by the 25th, almost the 30th of January, I had found on Freedom Revolution Network, and I cannot remember what episode, I couldn't even tell you, but around that time, we did shows every day around that time, many hours a day. But mm-hmm. I found the gain-of-function research. I was oh. one of the first people ever to find the gain-of-function research, and that was found January of 2020. And I, I showed it on air. I showed where I found it from, the website, all the things, read it on air, screen-shared it, because at that time I still had a computer, and showed everyone... Here's the gain-of-function research they were trying in December of 2019 to put human cells into um, coronavirus into human cells so that they could see how a, a vaccination would work. And that really? was happening. And, yep, and it, they had submitted it to be published December 19th. Um, December about 19th of uh, 19th. It would maybe have been the 17th, if I remember the actual paper correctly. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Senator Rand Paul question Fauci about that and he denied it yeah and then he denied it but now they're coming back to it fbi has even now confirmed it the document was there it's not like the document ever went away like the research was there they submitted it as the wuhan uh institute of virology and so it wasn't like it wasn't documented everybody could read it like i said i found it in 2020 we didn't need three years later to find that out we knew that from day one so it's the old star. Hear it. Well, it's the old Star Wars. These aren't the droids you're looking for when they're right there. That's that Correct. bullshit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, because wow. if we can hide this with smoke and mirrors, and we get everybody scared out of their tree, because there's that one senator recently who came out and said we need to re-scare them into their trees again so that they they'll comply with whatever we want them to do. So they realized how effective what their campaign was and what their plan was. And like I said, once they locked us down, that was never going to be it. I remember saying many, many years ago on air with proof that the first lockdown they do will be mild. And when they get done with that and they, they test the waters, the second one is going to be hammered down. And that's what we're waiting for now. What is going to be the next catalyst event that's going to be hammered down? Because they're never going to live down the fact that they got so much power. If everybody thinks that that was it, they're highly mistaken. I heard, this, I heard this from a friend tonight. I heard it on Alex Jones a couple of days ago that they're all panicking now. And, they go, and they're saying amongst themselves, when are we going to release the next variant? Correct. Yeah. Because not, nothing's worked so far. Nothing's stuck as well. And they have to remember the evolution of the body as well. Once it knows some type of the the uh, disease, it's going to try to create some defense against it. Right. You know, so I mean, yeah, people's bodies are doing the right thing right now, fighting it off. You know, some of the variants they thought probably would be a little bit more deadly than they've been. So they're probably disappointed. Um, people are starting to remove restrictions all across the country. California is actually freaking out because they don't want their restrictions to be removed. Um, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially, you know, in hospitals, it, okay, mm-hmm. hospitals wearing masks, the people that are supposed to be about the science who have literally thrown mask science out the window and they don't know how ignorant that makes them look. There is no proof that a blue mask, that is a surgical mask provides any protection. There's no studies, there's no proof, there's nothing backing it besides some placebo mental effect. 
Right. And that's crazy that these people want us to put faith in them, but yet they're willing to perpetuate a lie for the cause just because. Let's not go with what actual science shows, which is paramount in our profession. It's the one thing we hinge on, but we're just going to throw it out the window for this. Well, I did my Rose, hang on. I'll let you in a second. Sorry. I did my homework on the whole mass bullshit. Cause once again, just like all oh, the coronavirus came from the wet lab market and all that crap. And you got to wear masks now. So the regular blue ones, like you're saying, just the regular surgical masks that doctors wear and nurses doesn't yeah. filter down to the level of micron that the it's size of the virus. Micron. Yeah. The Correct. only mask that does 0.3 microns are N95. And by Correct. January 30th, they had already banned civilians from purchasing N95s. I was one of the last people to get N95s because I ordered them like the 20th and I ordered bunny suits and the whole thing. And I never actually used any of that stuff. I still have it. I'm going to keep it for when something actually does pop through. Um, but I was one of the last people who could get your hands on gloves because I realized that they were going to take all this stuff off the market. So I warned everybody yeah. on the network. I told them to get cleaning supplies because we didn't know what this was at that time either. Right. Like, because we were watching right. people just fall out in China. So we were kind of concerned it was a neurological style disease. Um, yep. So I was telling people, you might, if it gets this bad, you might want to airlock your house, sanitize, you know, do things to protect yourself. You know, um, so I did tell people that. And I'm not ashamed of telling people that at all. Because that was the right thing to do when we didn't know what it was. You know, it's always good to, and that's what I think is going to happen this next time is people have uh, decided that they will not take any precautions against things. And that could be dangerous if they actually do release something that is actually deadly. And yeah, right. extremely deadly, not just deadly for those whose immune systems are compromised um, and those whose bodies end up getting taken over by the virus. But I mean something so deadly where people are dropping like flies, like they were at first in China. Well, knowing their behavior, they're predictable. Instead of just killing 1% of the population, it's going to kill 99%. And only one yeah. is going to survive because that's how they think. Well, yeah, it's going to be, you know. But I think they need to really think about the pre precautions, too. Unless you have mass crematoriums, mass this, it's never going to work because they tried it and think about how backlog they got just with the few people who did die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because a couple million in the scope of billions isn't that many. Truly. No. Like, no. And I, I, I do not discount the death because even my own father is in that count of death. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, people don't think I'm insensitive st stating that. I just, a matter of fact, a lot of times. So I, I appear maybe callous, but I don't mean to be that way. Um, but when you really think about it, a few million in the course of billions is not that many. So what would happen if multi-millions or tens of millions or hundreds of millions started to uh, perish? We wouldn't be able to handle that. There's not enough. There's not enough people. There's not enough funeral homes. There, there's not enough anything worldwide to handle that. And they know that. Well, I'm in the same boat you are with compassion because although my dad died of cancer and the last higher dosage killed him three days after he took it, the whole thing started with COVID. So I was talking to a friend about this tonight, and because uh, we were talking about. Um, Who's the name? One of the Kennedys, and he's written all the stuff about Fauci and all that. I think Robert the book Kennedy, Children's yeah. Health Defense Network. Yeah, yeah, that guy is on a terror. Oh, he is amazing. That dude, he has done so much, especially for the medical freedom movement. 
he's been one of the main people that have hired doctors and people to study things and to write rebuttals to a lot of these medical journals. Um, he has been a, an excellent person to fight uh, for this effort. Yeah, and I guess he, he throws Fauci. before COVID, you know what I mean? He was there before yeah. COVID. Because I think that's important to still use science, even though they want to not use science. I think right. the science is still important to use. If there's something that we can figure out that the science supports, okay, yeah. But nine times out of ten, the way that they do the science is flawed. Um, you know, I asked Andrew Wakefield many, many years ago, the first time I met him, because I came up with, I sat and thought of questions for days, you know, because it's my first, like, interview thing, and you're interviewing Andrew Wakefield as your first interview. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, right? So yeah. I asked him, I said, what do you think about peer review? And he, he stated that, you know, peer review is flawed. You know, the, the whole system is flawed in the way that it's basically bought and sold now. It's not true peer review. It's not true people looking. Like, you know, there's name recognition. Clout is more involved than actually looking at the science. If they see somebody who is considered undesirable as a doctor, they won't even give it the time of day they should. Um, mm. And that's a problem. We shouldn't be seeing things like that occur. We should be seeing doctors looking at these medical journals that they're peer reviewing with fair and honest eyes to decide, is this something I want to put my name on? Is this something I can see being the truth? Is this something I want to be a part of? Because otherwise, if we don't have a truthful peer review system, that means every drug, every medical advancement is then biased inherently by yep. design. Mm, yeah, and that's what's you know, that's that's the big issue, you know. That's what's concerning me because you know Tucker Carlson's got all those, you know, six thousand hours from the insurrection and letting it out. So what if he jumps on this COVID crap and it all comes crashing down because now somehow he got some information about what really happened and why, in my opinion, COVID was weaponized for reasons that we've discussed before. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it yeah. definitely yeah. were uh, of the camp of never let a good crisis go to waste. So even if it was an accident, right. um, they're not just going to let it go either. And like I said, in one of the first few shows I did back in 2020, I said, this is going to be dangerous. It's, it's already spread all over the world because at that time we were in Chinese New Year. And for Chinese New Year, before COVID, I don't know what the numbers are like now, but pre-COVID, it was the largest people migration in the world because people would go home, back to China for it. You know, people would fly in relatives um, from all over the world to participate in this month-long celebration. So as this being the largest people migration in the world, I knew at that point with the way that air travel worked, it was already all over the world, so it didn't matter. There was nothing anybody could do. So I was surprised when Wuhan decided to lock down and basically gave everybody less than 24 hours notice that they were going to shut down the city. And at that yeah. moment, I knew the world was going to lock down, and I told people that. Because if right. you read the signs, you know, if one place does it, other governments usually follow. And especially in a place like China, authoritarianism was going to win. So, yeah. 
but once we saw that, I was like, just wait, it will come here as well. And it did. And it did because there was it was no other logical reason. They realized at that point they could gain all the control, but yet they created this whole scheme of essential workers. Now, if it truly is like a deadly, deadly, super ultra disease thing, you can't have anybody moving. But no, you got to lock. Learned, yeah, go yeah, ahead. But what we learned during the Black Plague was when you lock everyone in, they get sicker because somebody is already carrying it. By the time you already realize it's happening, it's too late. It's too late. So instead so, of quarantining, you're contaminating them. Correct. Mm. So we learned this during the Black Plague, and we told somewhere in history books we said we weren't going to do that again, but about but we that, did. We thought to revisit that during COVID, but me so. But that's what I learned about the Black Plague and that they locked people in for 30 days during the Black Plague. And when they came back, people were more sick and or everybody would be dead by the time they got back. Well, I agree with you. And you didn't say this, but I'll say it. You know, the timing with the Chinese New Year and suspicion of that. And then all the students from here going back to China to celebrate that in Christmas time. And then they all come back here for school right after Christmas break is when all that shit broke out. Yep. And after Chinese, at the end of Chinese New Year, because by like yeah. the 30th, we didn't have our first case reported in the United States until February. Um, and that yeah. was the case in Oregon or Washington. Okay. The, the man who had traveled back from China who had had symptoms. Um, and so he was the first report of COVID in the United States. I believe that was maybe like February 6th or something like that of 2020. All I remember is we're all kind of like talking about it. Me, you, even Mel, you know, Dwayne, everybody that was talking Ron about was it. On then. Ron was on then. Ron, yeah. And we're and we're all saying, eh, something sounds real squooey here, you know. And and then after years we were proved we were right. And then we started talking about the vaccination and like this doesn't sound right either. And then we were right. And now you got agencies, I forget who's saying it, but a couple of them are saying, um, yeah, it is very possible that it came from a Wuhan lab. Oh, we got FBI saying it. So huh. one of the top agencies in the country now are flying on that bandwagon and saying, you know what? And and multiple doctors had come out and said it. Like the one who was dealing with the um, infectious diseases out on the East Coast um, at that one university. Mm -hmm. Or the one that was up in Canada. Um, who was caught by the Chinese government messing around with those vials of coronavirus. Um, there were so many signs that something wasn't right. But, you know, we don't even know if people got contaminated from the military games. Remember, mm. the world military games were held in China. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the world military games were held in China. And patient zero may never have been patient zero either. We've come to find out either. Because the first guy who was patient zero was our, was in the hospital the whole time. He was yeah, doing what, a surgery. What was that drill that Bill Gates had about that very thing with the pandemic? Event and then, 201. Yeah, event 201. Yeah, that's kind of coincidence. Was, no, that was October, the end of October of 2019 is when they yeah, did event 201 in New York. That's just coincidence, too. I'm yeah, sure. well, and it was on a swine coronavirus. So uh -huh. came from pig, but nonetheless a coronavirus. And that was so, yep, and it was from South yeah. America. Huh? Yes, but the Chinese CDC was in attendance at event two hundred one. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They sat at the table doing the exercise. Well, I just want to pat us on the back for that. Cause I mean, it's not about being right. I'm going to pat myself on the back. For that. <laughs> well, but we I don't stayed. Care what anyone says, but we were one yeah. step ahead the whole time. And, I mean, on the yeah, cutting yep. edge, just let right before everybody locked down, we told everybody we're going to lock down. So get ready. And then boom, 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 all across the country, we started locking down. Right. And in fact, I said that when Mel and I were doing the show, like, I, th- if this is all true and what they're saying, the best thing they can do is just, just lock us all down now, get it over with, let it run its course and, and be done with it. And then like you made the point with, well, we need essential workers. It's like, well, wait, what, it, like, like you said in the beginning, lock everybody down. But then we found out, I didn't know that from the black plague that that could actually make it worse. So that's probably what happened is that when we did lock everybody down and we started throwing sick people in with grandma, the worst mistake we did was throw everybody in with grandma. But that's because, remember, they had said early in the pandemic they were going to open up 25 military installations to put us in. And people were like, uh-uh, we ain't going to the FEMA camps. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. Oh, that's fucking Auschwitz in the, in the fucking yeah, German. People were the like, Jews. we are not going to the FEMA camps. So people yeah, it's like, oh, no, just got come- rid of that. They quietly got rid of that, and yeah. nobody ever yeah. talked about those 25 military installations they were going to open. Then they just started moving everybody to the nursing homes, which that yeah. was the dumbest shit. They should have taken certain hospitals and cleared them out of regular patients and put right. other people in other hospitals and just made certain hospitals COVID only. Moved out yep. people out of assisted livings and made that shit COVID only and have nobody else on site but those people. And the nurses better sleep there, and they ain't leaving, and all that. Because we only had one hospital in the country that could have even taken these COVID people. So we needed to realize at a certain point we were under-equipped. We needed to be like the Chinese and build some extra hospitals or something. Because we only had one hospital in the country that is in Nebraska that is actually an infectious disease level 5 hospital that can actually even handle that. Because that is the one who took the Ebola cases. But there's only nine rooms. So there's nothing you could do. After nine people got sick, that was it. We were all downhill from there. So there was no way to stop this. Because by the time we realized it was here, it had already been spreading everywhere. That's that's the bottom line. Just that's the way infectious disease works. You cannot contain it, and there was no way to ever eradicate it. So that was an ignorant thought. When in science, you're told you can never eradicate it. Right. So it's like, why can't we? Why are we not listening to the science? This is what irritates me the most of this whole situation is that they want to say, "Oh, listen to the science," but then they don't even listen to their own science. No, and if you want to go down that road, the science is ivermectin with ZPAC or uh, erythromycin or whatever and vitamin D kick this thing's fucking ass within a matter of a and week. Hydroxychloroquine. People use that's it. Yeah, quinine. Right. That's yep, what I'm yep. thinking. They yeah. use inver- yep. the ivermectin. They use, you know, there was a bunch of things people used that did work. Yep. And they took it off no, the market. They didn't, want, they didn't want people to do that. They took away the monoclonal no. antibodies even that people were using. Not that that was the best choice of drug line, but it was another choice. And they've taken systematically all the choices except for Paxlovid, which Paxlovid is known to have an extremely high COVID rebound rate. So if you take the drug, you're probably going to get COVID back to back. And how is that helping anyone? You well, know, I'm going to share I'm going to share this with you. So I, I fought it naturally when I had it, I was on my back for two weeks yes. and I when I moved, when I, yeah, I just about fucking died. And then when I, Yo, when we I, were moved, checking, we were so scared for you. Too. We were checking <laughs> it on you every day. I was well, like, 
if yeah. you don't check it every day, I'm, I'm going to hunt you. you down. <laughs> yeah, I told him that. I was like, you better answer every day and at least text us if you can't talk. If, if COVID don't kill you, I will. You better check in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Correct. Well, so when I, when I moved back here and then there was this variant going around again, not that long ago, I ordered legally, um, ivermectin. Yeah. So I started feeling the symptoms again. I'm like, but I didn't react I go, I'm going to wait a little bit. And I wasn't feeling any better. I just couldn't shake it. So I think I might've had the new variant, but since I have normal antibodies to fight it, it wasn't going to hit me full fledged. Like the first round just about killed me. Right. So, but it's kind of funny because I, I let those guys get into my head. Oh, that's horse pills or, or deworm or whatever the fuck they were saying. And I had this and it was yep. prescribed by a doctor and I'm like, it was from honeybee or something. And I just, I got it online and oh, I told yep, him, I go, yep. Look it. The honeybee yeah. And he yep. said, no problem. I'm, these were pretty much the physician's exact words. He goes, I'm sorry. You're, you're being a victim of this political a uh, game or horse shit or whatever, but yeah, I'll be more than happy to get it to you. So I paid like 150 bucks for it. And, and when I was ready to take it, I'm like, you know, I'm doing all my homework and the dosage and it's like, and I'm listening to these assholes that it's going to kill you anyway, if you take this stuff and I did my homework, but I still, I took it, but I, I'll just be honest. I'm like, fuck, you know, this stuff's going to kill me because all these assholes are saying it's going to kill you. You know, and it's like, no, it doesn't kill you. Well, it, with it, everything, you know, even, okay, so, like, they were mainly talking about the ivermectin pain, which you do have to be careful because there are different types. Yeah. There are ones that are mixed with other things because for horse worming, um, yeah. they're mixed with other dewormers. And there are certain types that have different rates of dosages, so you do have to be careful. But even the horse paste, I mean, they say it's for, you know, horse use only, but people have been using that for years. You even use it in between chickens. They have a pour on for chickens and you use well, it for goats. And I mean, so people and people have been using it on their own farms for years. So, I mean, it is what it is. They just don't like Scott Gottlieb said in 2016 when they tried to ban Kratom. He said, we can't have people taking health into their own hands. Why not? That is because he said people are not qualified. Really? Yeah, to take care of their own health. That is literally a quote by Scott Gottlieb, who was the former head of the FDA mm -hmm. in the United States. Mm -hmm. And so when you have somebody who is the chief medical officer of the land, who does not believe that you as an individual can use herbs or even choose what medicines are good for your own body, we have a problem. Anybody well, should be able to take their own health in their own hands. It should be just as much of a right as religious freedom. There should be nobody right. saying under the guise of public health, you must do this. Because otherwise, then we step into the world of everybody being able to be like Jim Jones Kool-Aided by the government. Because government says it's good for everybody to get Kool-Aided. Well, no. We can't just pick this greater good thing. The greater good thing is an excuse to abuse people. Yeah, and weaponize it. Yeah, correct. Like, yeah. If naturally it's good for the group, the group will naturally do it. Well, I don't know. Most, be coerced. I don't know if most people really <laughs> know this, but most drugs are synthesized from natural herbs and stuff. So that's yeah, where you can't patent anything that's a plant. That's natural. Correct. Mm -hmm. 
So this asshole saying you shouldn't take natural stuff is in fact where synthesized pharmaceuticals are mostly coming from. Well, he was on the board of a company who's tried to make a metragenide derived drug. Oh, so that's where, okay. yeah, so, you know. coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Just a coincidence. Yeah. No, there's no, uh, where this, moral this, this drug would replace all of basically like oxycodone, uh, methadone. It would replace all that. So, yeah, of yeah. course they want their hands on it. Which comes it. from the poppy seed and opiate. Then they can, yeah, then once they ban it, then they can derive their synthesized version and sell it mass, mass produce it. Yeah, that's all fucking crack of shit. So, anyway, Rose, if you pop in again, I'll bring you on. So, we're going to keep talking. I'm sorry I was ignoring you, but Rose wants to pop in or she's tried twice. I'll, if she comes that's in again, cool. I'll bring her on. Absolutely. But, but again, I want I wanted to say this. So, of course, I got to credit Infowars and Alex Jones, but you know we're not him, okay? No. But this is one little freaking Freedom Revolution Network and Freedom Riser Radio, you know where it all started with Proof and you and I, and then came over here. That we called this out just like Alex Jones and Infowars did, saying something's not right here, and for us to do that and not be a, a giant conglomerate or uh, influential network like Infowars, uh, our little group called it out and we were right on the fucking money. Yep, we all were. And I'll be and proud I, of what we I did. think that's some. We impressive. grinded really hard. We, we did. We did shows every single night for about at least the first four months. I mean, at least until April, we solidly did shows every night. We had a round table most nights. I mean, just because as citizens, we were just all concerned, too. It was a way to decompress during that time and just talk about our feelings and what was happening to all of us. Because everybody's lives were yeah, changing and that, pretty quickly. And that was three years ago. And we were all pretty much labeled like we're fucking, you know, crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, no, they proved that it came from the wet market. And, uh. Uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel was saying something about, oh, now uh, Trump thinks it's from or it's from this and and we're not even sure where it came from. Well, that that's he's misspeaking because all these assholes believe what they were told. And in fact, they said it did come from the wet market in Wuhan. It was not a hypothesis or a theory. They yeah, said every time he said something, they had to say the opposite, though, too, which was very asinine. Yeah. If, if Trump says, yeah, it's like, yeah. you can't have it both ways. You know, you, you guys said it, it did in fact come from bats and Wuhan at the wet market. It, that's where it came from. Well, obviously it's not. So then if you bring up, well, two agencies say it came from, from a lab and, oh, that's crazy. You know, all the Trumpers are saying it's this. And, you know, when we actually, when we actually don't know where it really came from, well, wait a minute. Three years ago, you said, in fact, it came from a wet market. Now you're backtracking on that? I mean, man, at least own it. You guys said that's where it came from. Just own it and go, you know what? Yeah, we were fucking wrong. We don't know where it came from. And that's what you should say. We don't know unless they tell us. Oh, you're breaking up. You're going robotic, man. Stand on one leg or something. I can't hear you. But anyway, Rose, you want to call in? This is a perfect time. 
I'm sure she'll come back. She must have moved. She's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I heard you. Oh, good. There you are. Oh, oh, oh. You're, you're all robotic still. <laughs> I have four bars of 5G. What is going on? There you go. Now, okay, now I got you. Okay. Um, when Good. I started doing the research on the Wuhan lab of virology, first of all, Google moved where it was. And oh, did they? They did. And so that was a problem for me because why would you move where the lab was? Because if you actually looked at how close it was, I was like, people probably walked there for, for lunch from the lab. Yeah. I was like, so if it could have escaped, how who's to say that somebody going to get lunch down at the wet market couldn't have walked from the lab down there? Then they moved it to be like 14 miles away so that it would be implausible for something like that to occur. Well, isn't that handy? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the little trickeries that they did do during that time. They no. had a lot of things that they thought I'm know, not... they could just disappear or remove, and then that just absolved all responsibility. I'm not happy with Google or the former executives of Twitter getting grilled by Congress because no. it's obvious they were definitely censoring and even, um, what's her name? Laura Bo Bobert or Bobert from here? Bobert. What's her name? Yeah. Lauren Bobert. Yeah. She was grilling the shit out of them for locking her account for 30 days right before the election. And said, you know, you're interfering with the process of an election by, you know, locking down my account and any conservative or Republican. wants the fact that social media now is used by candidates as a way to reach out to their constituents. Right. They should not, companies shouldn't be messing with that at all. You no, know, because public, that's censorship. It's different, than, it's different than a public figure account. Yeah. You know what I mean? This isn't the same. Governmental organizations and figures shouldn't be able to necessarily be removed unless they're really breaking and violating terms and standards. But that's just not going to be opinion. No. And you know, that's half of the problem is that they want to take people out for opinions. You know, is Lauren, Lauren Boebert a little out of control? Pro yes. Yes, she is. Um, yeah, she gets, she gets a little... Yeah. Did she did she probably do some sketchy, shady things and give money to her husband's company? Yeah, yeah, she probably did. Um, everybody does though. Let's not act like she's no. isolated, an isolated incident. Now, is it appropriate? No. But when everybody else is doing it, and that's the culture, and if you don't do it, you'll probably get cut out of the the culture. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Well, you'll get thrown on the You'll, you'll get thrown under the bus and then they'll make you the, the scapegoat by Correct. saying, yeah, so mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to have dirt because then otherwise they won't let you in. So I get it. Well, right. And that's why they haven't, the swamp hasn't come down because that's, that's what they all do because they're all going to come down and Trump came in there and wanted a clean house and then see what they did to him. So. Well, I mean, he had his own demons, too. I mean, oh, he does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Does. So that's the whole absolutely. point. Is everybody does, and that's the game. Is everybody comes after everybody because they all have shit to hide. Right. And that's wrong. That's why we should get rid of all of them and start over a clean slate. In term, term limits. Yeah, in term limits. Yep, term limits. No more Pelosi's and Feinstein's. That shit's done. Right. I agree. I mean, 
the the ladies both have 37 and 32 years. That's too many. Too many. No, it is. It shouldn't be a career because. No, maybe like 12 years could be like a term limit just so that you could maybe get some stuff done because it's not done in one term. There's no way to be a one term person to get something done. Correct. Um, Yeah, I I agree with that. But agree like three terms, okay, where, you know yeah. what I mean? Because if it's like six-year terms, you yeah. know, maybe 18 years, I guess, maximum. Because in 20 years, you can get a lot done. That's multiple generation. You know, that's a generation. You get something done. Well, let me ask you this. With what's going on now and the geopolitical tensions and all that, wh- why do you think we're throwing China under the bus now? Especially after those freaking balloons or whatever. And then now... Well, you know, COVID probably came from a lab in China. Why do you think they're doing that? Because China's helping Russia. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, China's helping Russia. But don't you think... Go ahead. China's helping Russia. Yeah, but don't you think that's going to piss them off and push them even closer to to Russia and go, well, fuck you guys. We are going to partner up with them because you, you guys pissed us off. I mean, maybe, but China has more, like, weapons. They have good cash flow right now. You have to remember that they joined the petro-ruble, and they're part of the BRICS nations. Um, yeah, so no more uh, petrodollars. Right. So they're yeah. that petro-gold-ruble system. Oh, um, I got to bring something up. Go ahead. For, for oh, it. yeah. And I think that... China was probably playing the fence more until they realized that Russia was not actually failing at much, as much as, as at this war yep. um, as they thought. Because let's think about it. The whole world is donating to the Ukraine, but yet Russia's maintaining over there by themselves. Really think about that. No, there's no fucking way. There, yeah, yeah, like really think about that. Like, mm, yeah. like it really takes all of us to do that. And Russia's just out here fueled by vodka. Like in potatoes, like come on now, yeah, exactly. Like, no, like they're and they're fixing their tanks with bubble gum. Like that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. Otherwise, well, we are really incompetent as the world if they're fixing their tanks with bubble gum and somehow still winning. Like really yeah, think about scary. that. Like yeah, yeah, like I, I really need some people to like sit down and think like, why are we feeling so bad? Why do we have to put so many billions into it? And Russia's supposedly not putting all this money into it, and they ain't got no money. But yet they're still right. winning, right? Make that make sense. Well, you brought back to the to the dollar thing. So you brought up the BRICS nations and the right. petrodollar and all that stuff and ruble. Right. Uh, what are they doing? Pricing oil and rubles now? Russia? Yeah, petro rubles. Yeah. It's based yeah. off a gold standard. Okay. okay, so just so y'all know, that was a deal for the reserve currency with OPEC that oil through the entire world had to be sold and converted by dollars. So nobody wants the dollar anymore because it's going in the shitter. It's failing. Every fiat currency does do that. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And I just heard this on Max Kaiser's podcast, which is on YouTube with his wife, Stacy. And I guess the SEC is going to go after all crypto. And now listen to this and watch this. It's going to go. The SEC is going to shut down all crypto except Bitcoin. So if you have any of these weird, you know, like Shiba or any, well, right. Cause all of those, well, he calls them shit coins, but all these altcoins 
are Ethereum based. So all the, all the SEC has to do is target Ethereum. And if they get that and knock it out, you could say goodbye to all these altcoins. So I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do. But if you think I just sold all my Shiba after that, because I had like 400 million Shiba coins just waiting to get quick, quick rich on it. Right. And, and anyway, there's nothing they can do about Bitcoin. And the SEC said, Bitcoin's a commodity. They're not going to fuck with it because they can't. There's nothing they can do about it. The more right. they fight it, the stronger it becomes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's come to a tipping point where they have so much leverage where the other little coins they could probably force out of business, but Bitcoin has too much riding against it now to try to shut it down. And it's too strong. And it, you, yep. it's impenetrable. You can't do anything to stop it. I mean, they, tried to, they tried to do that with the little Silk Road dude and steal his Bitcoins and shit. Yeah. But they realized really quick that people would find ways like hard wallets and other things to try to Correct. Get Thank you. They, yeah. So then they realized really quick they would be able to monopolize on stealing it back like pirates. Yeah. Whatever y'all do, don't let your let your Bitcoin sit on the exchanges. Get it on a hardcore uh cold storage wallet because then then they can't do shit to you. So just, uh, just watch Max Kaiser with this stuff because, well, they, you know, the fed wants to create fed coins. So that's right. their ultimate goal. They got to, they would have to knock out all these other little guys when they create fed coins. Yeah. And Max Kaiser was talking about the CDBC or CEDC or some shit like that. You got to watch the, the episode. FDC. No, no, that's the, no, it was the, it, it's like a digital currency, but it wasn't the. It's the dollar, but it isn't the, the the dollar. But it's like the CBDE or something. I, I'd have to listen oh, to it again to get dollar. it. But it's the digital dollar, right? And that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be the ultimate end game with all this crap. Um, but Bitcoin will definitely be um, its competitor, and of course, they don't want that. No, because the whole point is to get everybody controlled under their fiat currency system once again. Yeah. So if you're that. If you're any into any crypto, just listen listen to what Max Kaiser has to say because he's a smart son of a bitch, and uh, just pay attention to what he says because he said all these are going to zero. They're all going to disappear. They're getting attacked by the SEC and, and the government, but there ain't jack shit they can do about Bitcoin. And in fact, El Salvador, that's their nation's currency, is Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah, and. And El Salvador is taken off like you would not believe economically. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, other nations. yeah. And if our government was smart, they would just go, you know what? Fuck it. The dollar's going to fail anyway. Let's just go to Bitcoin and it, <laughs> it would change. Over they want to do the Fed coin thing right. They want control. But if we do that, though, we would fail our bonds. And yep. Our we can't do that because then uh -oh. countries like Italy, corporations would own us. Yep. It would be bad. Well, yeah, whoever owns treasury notes and bonds would own our ass. And, yeah. and you know, then it'd be like, well, you know, that's like when that's when like when France came after their money when Nixon was president because they wanted their their gold because we stored all the gold in the Federal Reserve in New York. 
And I honestly don't think it was there. So that's when Nixon severed the gold standard said, go fuck yourself. And, and that's it. The, the dollar's not tied to gold anymore. And I think that's kind of what would happen with the treasury notes and, and bonds, but that would start a war. I mean, oh, they would, yeah. they would come after what well, China they just heard. <laughs> right. Turkey, most countries have bonds in the United States. A lot. Yeah. That's how we produce our money supply is by selling treasury notes and bonds and people are dumb enough to buy them. Right, right, right. But anyway, it's a big mess, but it looks like I keep this hearing. Did you hear about France? Speaking of France, did you hear about no. protesting? No, what happened? Um, so apparently they have um, some issues with their pension. Um, no. Wants, well, the government wants to change the pension age. So everybody's been protesting, and I mean everybody. I mean, garbage people have, are on strike. I mean, this reminds me, now, mind you, when I started at Freedom Rising many, many years ago, that is what I started reporting on. And the French, literally for three years straight before, like, Yellow Vest or any of that shit started, they were protesting. The French are on it. If one country knows how to throw a good protest, it's the French. And I think that goes back to, like, that French revolutionary spirit because I'm telling you, they're the only people I see who are super hardcore at protests. If yeah, that's hardcore. No, nah, the French are even no, the, no. That the French will pull out the guillotines because what Queen Elizabeth? What was what was the queen? It was what the was French, the... it? Was the French Revolution, and that was uh, Marie was Antoinette. Yeah, when 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 everybody was telling her people are starving and this and that, and they can't eat, and then she goes, "Let them eat cake." And they're like, right. fuck you, bitch. And then that's when the guillotines came out and they just fucking chopped their heads off and had the Revolutionary War. I would not piss off the French. No, I would not. They're pissed it. right now. And they've been, yeah. they, like I said, they protested for like three to five years straight when I first started doing um, recording. And that's been their thing. So now they're they're all in the streets, pissed, uh, of which I do not blame them. But yeah, they're no. from 62 to 64. And they're not having it. So yeah, fuck you because they don't have the money. They're not funded. No. Well, and it's a government funded pension. So it's like you expect to be able to retire and that's not fair to everybody who's worked this far. And then they just move the goalpost. Exactly. There should be at least a way to grandfather it in and say, okay, if you're going to be like, you know, 62 in the next 10 years, you'd be grandfathered in. Otherwise, you could wait to 64 because it's so far out anyway that it shouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, yeah. that's not fair. Well, if they're, if they're government-funded, quote-unquote, Social Security is like ours, then it's in the rears. So they probably yeah. don't have enough people working to pay for the people that want to retire. So they're like, well, we can't do that because there's more people retiring than working, so we're going to have to kick the age up, which doesn't do anything but kick the can down the road. And you're going to make it worse. Yep. That's the dumbest system I ever heard in my fucking life. I, but yeah, we can't I, fight money. We could, like, I bet you they spent money to Ukraine. How much money do they Well, that's why, yeah, it? exactly. I bet you there's something that they're doing research-wise or some pork belly spending somewhere that they could cut and then fund that program. Well, Biden just wants to tax people that are making more than 400 grand a year and raise their tax rate. But he just sent a hundred gazillion dollars over to fucking Ukraine. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, what? Like four hundred thousand in the grand scheme of things is not that much, really. That's mm, not what it used to be. No, it's not. It's like the new two hundred thousand. You know what I mean? What two hundred thousand used to be like twenty years ago, four hundred k is now. 
like legitimately. So I got to bring most this up to you. Homes, most decent homes now for like that price range are now like 700K. You know what I mean? Like you need to yep. have to make so right. much. Even oh, yeah. I, that I, class life. I can't afford a fucking house. There are five, 600,000 out here. Mm-hmm. I can't like do that. Like decent, decent. You know what I mean? Where you're like living, you know? Well, let's do simple math here since we're talking about shit like this and inflation that that's transitory right, yeah. or doesn't exist. So I used to buy these tasty cakes when I lived here or when I first moved back. Oh, yeah. uh, no, when I first lived here and they were a dollar at Walmart. Yeah. So now guess how much they are now? How much? $1. twenty. Mm-hmm. So what's that simple math? That'd be like one fifth. That's 20%. Yeah. That'd be a 20% increase. Yeah, so what's this bullshit? Oh, inflation's only five, six, seven, eight percent. It's like bullshit. Tell fucking Tasty Cake that. Or maybe because like, it might be a little less. I'm not the best at like fractions. Is like a quarter, less than a quarter. Well, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's less than a quarter, twenty yeah. percent. Yeah, I was right. I was right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good job. You get an A. But I'm just yeah, saying. Gold star for <laughs> you get the gold star for today. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's like you can't argue with that. You know, if you want to lump, you know, core inflation all together. Yeah. I talked to somebody back so in Illinois. I was showing a thing about ketchup the other day. So like Heinz organic yep. ketchup, right? Yep. Was sold yep. at Walmart. Yep. And they said like in 2020, it was like three, it was like two something. And the yep. last time they checked, it was like 425. So it had increased like 300. And like exactly. And I have a, fr- I have friends back in Illinois and one of friends shared with me, that their gas bill went is usually around a hundred bucks for winter is over three hundred dollars this year. Yeah, everybody's electricity, gas, yeah, I mean, everything has been up exponentially. Yeah, well, I don't know where they went to school, but that's not seven eight percent inflation. That's no. ridiculous. No, and they could maybe say overall, overall sectors maybe. But that's what I'm. Yeah, that's right. true. It's not. It's not you true. Think about the way gases went up. Individual commodities have all went up. Meat, grains. I mean, every section of the stores went up. It's not like where certain times in history where just eggs was going up or just pork was going just up or eggs. just beef. You know what I mean? Like, that's a little yeah. bit different. Like, but now it's every single area, grains, fruits, vegetables, meats, everything has went up. Tasty cakes. Yep. Yep. Everything. I know. So I'd like to know where to get their numbers from because every time they calculate it through the consumer price index, they, t- they strip out the highest inflationary items, which is bullshit. You know, it's like me, me saying, I don't pay taxes. If I strip out state and federal income, well, no shit, but that's not how you do it. You know, it's like you get, you got to put everything in there and they keep stripping shit out that goes sky high. So then they say the inflation rates, 8%. When it's at least double that. It fucking pisses me off. But I don't want them being lied to. And you, I can't hear you. All right, Rose, this is your last chance. Call in here because I'm going to end the show here. It's been two hours. Oh, you're, you're robotic. Oh, Hello. There you are. I got you got you there. I can hear you. Did you get off of that headset? Because you're not as loud as you used to be. No. Okay. All right. I turned you up. All right. Well, uh, 
it's been two hours. So unless you want to add some things or somebody wants to call in, but I just wanted to get you in here and congratulate yeah, you, you and everybody, you know, that is at the, that was at the network and is at the network still that, you know, and it's not about being right because people ask me that it's like, Oh, I bet you, you were happy. And it's like, no, it's quite the contrary because when, when you're confirmed about your suspicions or theories, um, I don't want to be right with that stuff. No, not with that. That was the worst. Like I said, that was the worst thing to be right about. Um, yeah. I don't take solace in being right about those things. I didn't want no. to be right. I'd rather have been dead wrong. Correct. And I don't think people understand that because it's not about being right or wrong. I just had Dwayne tell me because he called me the other day. He goes, oh, well, your God uh, complex came because one of your predictions again came true for me. And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. And, and essentially it was, he cut his mother out of his life. And I told him that that was probably going to happen family. Yeah. But, but he's, you I know, as well. thing too. I told him, I yeah. said, you better start yeah. listening to me because I am oh, yeah. just being right in your life for whatever reason. I <laughs> and I just, yeah. you just aren't listening. And even tonight he comes over the radio uh, on the weather team and was like, you were right. Scarlett. And I was like, yeah. Ha! Right. And I don't want to be right about that. I don't want to see somebody never talk to their mom again, or they're not talking to their mother, but you know, we, I don't want to get into de detail because that's his personal this is a year to fuck around and find out and people that yeah. Boundaries um, yeah. and healthy boundaries. And if people can't respect that, you know, he's come a long way. He was, yes, he has. didn't have yep. nothing. And now right. he's got himself a little car, a little job, got a girlfriend, you know, got a nice little trailer, you know, a little two bedroom joint, like, you know, something nice, you know what I mean? For himself, for once. And, and that's great. And that's wonderful. That's great. And everybody should be congratulating him. And yes, he has made mistakes in the past and it's, it's yep. not mistakes he should be cut off from though. So it's like, you know, he's a young man who had no guidance and, and now he's figured out a little bit on his own. And, right. you know, they shouldn't be treating him in that way. You know, and people need to set boundaries for themselves. The people in your lives can't respect you for the person you're becoming or who you are that might be different from what they knew before. It's time mm -hmm. for them to go. Yeah. And since I did that a month ago, because I'm tired of people crossing my boundaries and it's like, I was told it's not going to change. And I go, well, you know what? Then when you all figure it out and you finally decide to do the right thing and make changes, then give me correspondence in a letter, but I'm done. And since I've done that, my life has skyrocketed. Yeah. Because Which you're is not crazy. Being held down. You're not being no. held down by those, those things. And then like, if you go listen to moon news from the other night that me and red 